Hey there, welcome to First Five. If you're looking for encouragement, you came to the right place. Let's dive in. So today I want to double tap back into Psalm 19 in an effort to show you something that is just really striking at the end of it. Like the last verse is so striking and maybe you've heard it before. Psalm 19, 14 says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Now, maybe you've heard this before. This is a verse that pastor types love to use right before they preach, right? Right before they give their talk and they give their message to a group of people, uh, mainly because they're they're asking for, it's a prayer that they pray. They're asking for the Lord to allow the words of their mouth, the things that they say and the meditations of their heart to be acceptable to God. Like, God, would you accept this as worship? Would this be pleasing to you what I'm about to say, the message that I'm about to deliver? I've even said it before. Before I, I preach uh, and I've prayed it privately. Um, but the, the, the beautiful thing is that this verse is not simply for the stage, it's for your life. Like this verse is not simply for the stage, it's for your life. Why? Because your words matter and your thoughts matter. We've actually talked about this concept before, but I want to hit it again today that you would understand that the words that you say about other people, the words that you say about yourself, the words that you say about God matter. Truly. Let's let's start let's start with about with other people. Like are your words gracious? Let's are your words gracious as the scriptures would say? Are your words seasoned with salt as the scriptures would say? Are your words honoring to other people, to the image of God and other people around you? The Bible tells us to love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. That those are two of the greatest commandments. <laughs> That's what Jesus says. And so so why is it often that we don't have a great love of neighbor delivered through our speech? That it's clear that we don't love our neighbors as well as we should based off of what we say. Maybe that's something you can evaluate today. Lord, how can my, my speech toward others be better? I'm not talking about people pleasing. I'm talking about God pleasing. <laughs> how can my speech toward other people be honoring to you, God, and honoring of the image of God in other people? And then let's talk about yourself, because I think you might, you might think, well, I, I don't tear down other people, but how often are you tearing down yourself? How often are you using words that are inflammatory to self, that, that are only decreasing your self-esteem? How often are you using words like, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not interesting enough, I'm not talented enough? How often are you tearing down yourself, tearing down the image of God? Because again, you've been created in the image of God. And so when you begin to embrace negative self-talk, you are deconstructing, destroying the image of God, at least in your own mind and your own heart and your own life. I don't want to take this as like too, too literal and get too crazy and get too, you know, out there with it. But just here's the truth of the matter. Like the power of life and death is in the tongue. What you say matters. But also what you think matters. This is the meditations of my heart. And what I love about what the psalmist says here, what I love about this concept is the fact that it says the meditations of my heart, like things that are actually 
kind of juxtapose one another, the meditations of my heart. Like those two things don't go together because the heart is the feeler, right? And and, and meditations, thoughts, they, they come from the mind. But what you notice is that in ancient Hebraic culture, they had no word for mind. Like they, they actually believed that the processing center of the body was in the heart. And so they often conflate these ideals of mind and heart, that not only is the heart the feeler, but the heart's the thinker. And so when we talk about the meditations of our heart, we're really talking about what goes on in your mind. What goes on in your mind? Are the meditations of your heart pleasing to God? Maybe you don't say the things about other people, but maybe you think them. Maybe you don't say the negative things about other people, but maybe you think them. Maybe you don't say the negative things about yourself, but maybe you think them. Maybe you don't say the negative things about God, but maybe you think them. And I'm not saying you have to be perfect in this regard and in this area. There is room for error. There is grace for your thoughts and your speech. Ultimately, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's out of the overflow of what's in you. The overflow of your mind and your will and your emotions, out of the overflow of your soul, is going to be what you speak. So often what you're saying negatively about other people may be a core result about what you believe about them. It may be indicative of some bias that you have in your life. Ultimately, what the, the, the thoughts and, the, and your, the mind, the will, and the, of the emotions that you have toward yourself may be indicative of the talk that you're speaking over yourself. The negative self-talk. Can I tell you some good news? Can I encourage you today? The Lord is your rock and your redeemer, which just simply means he is the foundation in which you can build your life. And on a foundation of goodness and holiness and kindness and love, you can begin to rebuild your speech about yourself and others. On the foundation of love and kindness and respect and gentleness and goodness and faithfulness, you can begin to rebuild your speech, rebuild your thoughts toward one another. If you think your thoughts have gone too far, if you think your thoughts have gone too wayward, if you think your speech has gone off track, God is a redeemer. That's the good news today. Is that the, the power of the sacrifice of Jesus, your, 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 your thoughts and your speech have an opportunity to be redeemed, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do you renew your mind? By, by, by trusting, by dwelling with God, by trusting in God and dwelling with God. Time spent with God helps to renew the mind, renew the meditations of the heart so that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth will speak. The mouth will speak positive. The mouth will speak life and not death. The mouth will speak blessings and not curses over yourself and over other people. Your words matter. Your thoughts matter. Maybe that's something that you process and meditate today. Maybe that's a prayer that you pray, not just for the stage, but for your life. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I really hope that encourages you today. We'll talk soon.